This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Good evening. Welcome back, everybody. We're in Pashas Noach. Today's Rishchidesh, Macheshvin. I wanted to say over something about the last part. I think it's, this is the beginning of our um, Shirim for the year, Mitzvah Hashem. Um, sometimes I'm a little bit critical trying to get better about that um, but something that's so very nice from the Murami Prague he says the following the last Zayt Sabracha actually heard it on Simchas Torah says Zayt Sabracha this is the Bracha singular one Bracha right so it seems to be that Moshe Benu never gave them another Bracha Zayt Sabracha this is the Bracha Asheberach Moshe Ishalakim as B'nai Yisrael Lifnei Mosav that he gave him this one bracha before he died. So first of all, what do you have to say before he died? He didn't, we know he didn't die yet. Right? Hashem talks to him in this week's parasha. You don't have to tell me, he didn't, of course he didn't die. No, he didn't die yet. He dies at the end of the parasha. So say, this bracha, this bracha, asheberach Moshe Ishalakim, es b'nei Yisrael. There's the bracha he gave the b'nei Yisrael. What's the name Moshe? So Marami practices the following. That when you're you have Talmidim when you're, the, I'm not the Nahig of Kaisro, but it's when you're, when you're, have people who are following you, it's not the time to give bracha, it's the time to give techacha. That's what he says, Mahomet Pahad. So Moshe Abbeinu, his whole life, gave them Musr. Right? Because he wants it to get better. But once he's not in this world anymore, what's he giving a Musr for? So he said, this was the first bracha he gave them. He gave them because he knew that he wasn't the leader anymore. If you're not the leader, you don't have a right to, 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 to give techacha. So the Zayt Sabracha, this is the Bracha. Why? Because of his name, Because this was it. He was dying. So then, then he had no right. When, he, when he's dying, he said, I have to give Klaus the Bracha. But until then, they're my sheep, and I gotta keep the sheep going in the right direction. Just a hachana to the next year, Mitzvah Shem of Shiurim. That if I say something that's a little bit hard, I don't mean anything in that way. Just uh, when you have a responsibility, you know, to tell somebody to get his game better, you're his coach, he, we, he expects you to, to help him grow. And, and, you know, sometimes you have to just say you're not swinging the bat correctly. You're not living your life correctly. Okay. So let's go to this week's Pasha. So I've said some of this stuff before, but I'm going in a very different direction. I just have to repeat some of it that I'm saying. It starts off with Eilat Olaf Noach. These are the children of Noach. Noach is Sadik, Tamim Hayyim B'day Reisov. So Lekim is Halach Noach. Noach was it's Sadik Tamim, but it wasn't. It wasn't his generation. So Rashi says, Yesh Rabbi Seinu Dorshim Oisel L'Shavach. Some rabbis say it's a praise. He's surrounded by bad people and he still was good. Wow. Right? Amazing. Right? He, everyone's smoking pot. He's in the room. He's like, no, I'm not. So if he's in a room and no one's smoking pot, that he's not some big deal. You're a big tzaddik because you're not smoking pot and no one else. But if you're in a room, everyone's doing it and you're not? Wow. So that derisive is a shvach, is a, is a praise. I don't know why I said smoking pot, but whatever. Kolshikain, right. I do, I do know why I said it because I was discussing it with someone before this year. Um, other rabbis say no, it's not a compliment, it's the opposite. 
compared to all the other guys in the room, he was a tzaddik. He wouldn't be a rush, he would be nothing if he lived in the times of Aram Avinu. Okay, so first of all, why are you saying he would be a nothing? He would have been two. He would have been okay. He, would, he, would, he wouldn't have been on that level. But he would have been a nothing? That's what Rashi says. He would have been a nothing. Let me just tell this tzaddik. Tzaddik, I'm in the middle of a shir. Can I call you afterwards? Can you call me when you're done or when you finish? I'll call you when I'm done. I'm not a barbecue chicken, but I'll call you when I'm done. Thank you. Okay. I just want everyone to see that I have a flip phone. Anyway, so, so what does it he mean he's nothing? What's made us? Why are you saying that? Uh, you have a kid in your class, right? And he's in a really bad class. You tell the parents... Um, you know, he's, uh, he's in a really bad class. So compared to everyone who got a 35, he got a 50. He's doing pretty good. Right? But if he was in my yacht last year's class, he'd be a nobody. Why do you have to say that? Why, why do you have to tell me if he would have been in last year's class? It seems to be that these rabbis that are learning Lugnai have a taina. They're upset about something. Not Stam, if he was in the times of Avraham Avinu. And why are you saying Avraham Avinu? Besides, I don't think he was a good generation. He himself was a tzaddik. Oh, so let's look at what it says. It says very clearly, Right, you have to be a good kasha. No, it doesn't mean the door. It means, it means Avraham Avinu. In his door, he would have been, Avraham Avinu would have been alive. Noach wouldn't have been considered such a... Why? What's going on over here? Okay, that's what we're going to speak about tonight. And the Torah calls him Ish Tzadik Tamim. It's, a, it's, a, it's not Stam. The Torah doesn't say that about people that they're Ish Tzadik Tamim, right? Now, if you go a little bit into Parshish Noach, when he comes out of the when he comes out of the Teva comes out of the Teva Calls him something else. By Yochel here comes out by Yochel Noach Ishwa Dama. He was called an Ish a man of the earth. By Hakarem and he and he planted a um, vineyard. Now by Yochel guys means in English he debased himself. He lowered himself. He lowered himself. He planted a vineyard. Very now he lowered himself. What should he eat? Like, what, what does it mean? He lowered himself. Ishadama, he became an Ishadama. Well, you know, like, well, like, he's a farmer. That's called lowering yourself. So this whole, this whole situation, this whole discussion, is very, very important. There was a big taina to him. And the taina to him is, that you're not a tzaddik, if you don't save your generation. So when Hashem came to Noah. And said, build the Teva, take 120 years, people watch what you're doing. You, your wife, your children should go into the Teva with the kosher animals, right? So first of all, they didn't do tshuva. But it doesn't mean that he, he, he did say, why, why are you building it and building it for the rain, whatever it is. But what he should have said, and this is brought down, he should have said to Hashem, here's the deal. We either all die, and you have no human beings left in the world. Or we all live. 
I'm not interested in going into no teva with my family. It's all or nothing. And the Medrash says that had he said that, the world would not have been destroyed. He could have saved the world. But he didn't say that. I'll build, I'll build slowly, I'll tell you what I'm doing. But he didn't put his life on the line. He didn't put his life on the line. He didn't, also was brought down, he didn't daven for them. You don't see anywhere in the Torah he daven for them. He built the Torah, he built it slowly, he told them what he's doing, he didn't daven for them. Zot Rashi. If he would have been in the door of Avraham, where Sodom was as bad as the people that were on the earth that were destroyed, they were just as bad. But Avraham Avinu had a whole sikhsuk with Hashem. 50, will you save them? 45, will you save them? He didn't do that. He didn't say, 10 good people in the world, will you save them? There's no discussion. There's no discussion. He's not, he's not having a discussion with Hashem. 50, 40, 30, 10, will you save the world? No. So Rashi's saying, if he would have been in the door of Avram, right, he would have been nothing. Because he wouldn't, he wouldn't have davened, he didn't, wouldn't have davened for Sadaim. He would have done nothing. When Shrebbeinu, Hashem said, um, what's it called? Um, I want to destroy them. They made the ego. He said, It's me, I'm out. You have no chumash anymore. There's no shmos, you kill the Jews, I'm out. It says that if he, if he would have done that, he would have saved the world. That's the Gnai. The Gnai was that he wasn't thinking about the other people. And, and that's what the Chachamim want to teach us. Otherwise, they wouldn't say bad about him. They want to teach us that it's sadly for yourself and you don't help others is not considered a tzaddik. There's a um, very deep, very, very deep, I spoke about it on circus, that, that uh, the, the Arab Aminim, um, so, so the, whole, the whole thing of the Arab Aminim is taking all types of Jews and putting them together because that's Hashem's name, Yudke Vavke, and, and therefore the Esrig is a tzaddik, because the esrig is inside and outside good, right? It smells good and it tastes good. So that's a perfect, that's the tzaddik. The lulav makes, it comes from a date tree, right? So it doesn't smell, it, it, it tastes very good, but it doesn't have any smell, right? So there are some people that are on the inside, they're very good, but on the outside, they're not so good. And then you have the hadasim, which are good on the outside, but very bitter on the inside. You bite into hadasim. So there are, people, there are people that are very good on the outside, not so good on the inside. People are very good on the inside, not so good on the outside. People that are good on the outside and the inside. And then the Arava is not good in night, but he's, he's the Russia. Arava's the Russia. He's not good on the inside, he's not good on the outside. Doesn't smell good, doesn't taste good, doesn't, right. So, the esterics in your left hand. What of the four, of the three other meaning touched the esterics? The Arava. Right? The Arava's touching you. That's on this side. Rulav and Arava. The Arava has to touch the Esrik. The Tzaddik, the Esrik to be a Tzaddik, has to touch the, the, the Arava for the whole time. And if you hold the Esrik away from it, you're not allowed to, it says, because you're breaking up Hashem's name. You know that? You have to hold them together. Yeah, there's a whole thing about a Reva, and he wasn't holding together, and he started crying and fasting, because his hand split a little bit. Yeah, that's Yudkei Vav without the K at the end. So they have to be held together. So it's brought down a deep Kamala that that's why in Hashanah Rabbah you take Aravas, which represents the Russia, 
and you whack it on the ground till there's nothing left. In other words, you, you, you knock out the bad of Klai Yisrael. Why? Because for seven days, if the tzaddik is talking to the Russia and they're together, for sure, after the seven days, the Russia is no more. So get rid of the Russia, knock him on the floor, get rid of that Rava, because you know, that Rava doesn't exist anymore. There's no more Rava. Because anyone, if the, the Russia hangs out with the tzaddik, the tzaddik should have an effect on him. The whole Taina, and, and, and I was up at my ranch today, and I had an hour and a half talk with my girls up there. And this is what we really spoke about, and, and, and that, that, okay, we're, we're going to take the next step. So, so, so why does the so Torah call him an Ishadama, right? So, there's a very famous Medrash Tanchuma that I always learn, and I want you to understand from the words of the Medrash Tanchuma, he answers this question, and then I'll tell you what I, what I told the girls. So this is what the Medrash Tanchuma says, Vayochel noyach Ishadama, noch fell, and he became a man of the earth. Zot the Medrash Tanchuma. Kevin Shiniskak Ladama. Because he began the minute he came out of the Teva to occupy himself with the ground. Nasachulin. He became debased. He became chulin. He wasn't Kaddish anymore. In the beginning of the Pasha, the Torah calls him an Ishtadik Tamim. But actually, Ishadama. And now he went from a tzaddik tamim to a man of the dirt. Because it says in the next word that he planted a vineyard. Once he planted a vineyard, um, he became an ishadama. Three people were occupied themselves with the ground. Cain, Noach, and Uziah. Who's Ozia? Right, we'll see where we'll see in a minute. Um, Who is Ozia? So the Xivikain Hay Ivan Adama. Mark Sid Novanod Tiabarat, you're going to be lost. Noyach the Xiv, but Yochel Noyach Ishadama Vita Karem, Venus Baza. We see how he was embarrassed and what happened to him. By Yeshman Ayayan, he drank them. Right, Amar Chachamim, Boy by Yom Nata, Boy by Yom Asa Peres, Boy by Yom Batsa, Boy by Yom Darach, Boy by Yom Shasa, Boy by Yom Nistake, Boy by Yom Neskala Kolona. What does this mean? Okay, so this nobody knows. The, the 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 one second. He came out. He planted a vineyard and then he got drunk. It takes time. The grapes have to grow. Then you got to squeeze the grapes and they got to ferment. So it seems to be that when Adam, the Medrash says that when Adam came out of Gan Eden. So the way it worked in Gan Eden was everything was in one second. When Mashiach comes, it's going to be the same way. You put the seed in the ground, the tree grows, the fruit ripens, everything happens. When they had children, it says that Adam and Chava went on, went up on top of the bed, whatever it was, and they came down. She didn't have nine months or anything like that. They came down with fully grown children. Yeah, everything was there was no nothing that made nothing waited. It was just like boom, it just popped. So so he so so Adam took a seedling. Of a, of a vine from Gan Eden, from the Gan. And he get, and Noah had that. So, that day, he planted it. The same day it made fruit. The same day he reaped it. He uh, harvested it. 
the same day he pressed them, the grapes. The same day he drank. The same day he became drunk, it became wine. That same day, his shame was revealed. And I, I, we learned this many times. When he went to plant his vineyard, this is what I spoke to my girls about today. The Sultan came and stood in front of him. The Sultan said to Noah, When the Sultan talks to you, don't answer him. Right? Because he's just trying to trap you. He's not trying to be nice. Right? What are you planting? Remember, I gave my share about it at the workplace. Don't start talking to women. I just don't want to ask you questions about your marriage, about this, about that. That's the Satan. Don't, don't get into conversations. I tell the girls the same thing. Chava's problem was that she had a conversation with him. She should have said, you have questions? Go ask, go ask the rabbi. Go ask my husband. But she didn't do that. He just wants to get you into a conversation. Once he get you in a conversation, he's got all the tricks. So, he said, what are you planting? I'm a loy karem. I guess Noah was a nice guy. You want to know what I'm planting? I'm planting a vineyard. I'm a loy mativoy. The said, what's good about it? What's good about it? Like, why don't you plant apples and oranges? Oh, no, the fruit's very sweet. Whether they're raisins or they're, or they're moist. And I make wine out of it. Now he made his big mistake, and that's where the Sutton grabbed him. And this is what I was talking about with my girls. He told the Sutton, you know what wine does? It makes you happy. It's like saying drugs make you happy. Oh my Lord, Satan. Satan said, really? You have an elixir? You have something that can make a person happy? I want to be a partner. You got a new drug? I want to be a partner. Oh my So, Noah said, okay, that's where L'chaim comes from. He said, to the Satan, L'chaim. So the Sultan says, he said, but what are you going to do for me? I'm, I planted it. I, it's growing, right? What, what do you, what do you, what's your part of the partnership? Sultan said, watch what I'm going to do. Hevi Kevesh, he brought a lamb. And he killed the lamb, the Sultan killed the lamb, and the blood of the lamb went into the ground, the fertilized the ground of the vineyard. Okay? Achakach, Hevi Ari. The Sultan brought a lion. Haraga, he killed it. Sham, underneath, and he let the blood seep into the ground. Achachevi chazer. Then he brought a chazer, a pig. Haraga, he killed it. And the blood went into the ground. Achachevi kaif, he brought a monkey. Haraga, he kerem. And he let the blood go underneath the vineyard. He tifu damen ba'isei kerem. He tifu. And he took all these bloods together and uh, it fed and nourished the vineyard. And so he just writes that he the blood flowed into the vineyard and nourished it from their blood. Right. Then he didn't drink from it. It, the, 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 the vines drank from the blood and that's what gave them their strength. So what does Satan do? What's his partnership here? Ramaz, 
then when you just you just made a kiddush, you didn't you didn't drink anything. You're sweet, you're nice, like a lamb. That was the first blood he put in there. Right? A kiddush, everything's nice, you're not buzzed, you're just like, okay, very nice. Glass of wine with my supper. Went to the restaurant, you know, a little sangria. Nothing happened. Then, when you start really drinking, you become brave like a lion. But Allah, you begin to say to yourself, there's no one like me. I've had Talmudim, I've had students that your mamish was such introverts, they wouldn't look you in the eye. But when they used to drink on Purim, they were talking to everyone, they're making jokes, they're social. He said that he put into the wine, you have to remember, this was the first vine. So all our grapes come from that. There was no, the world was destroyed, there was nothing else. So all our wine, all our grapes come from that first wine. And the Satan put this power into wine, into alcohol. Okay? She says, then you become, I'm a lion. I can talk to anyone. I can do anything. I'm Superman. She says, but then you start to drink a lot more. Now you're drunk. You become like a pig. You make in your pants. You become full of urine. And number two. Says your mom is like a pig wallowing in your own stuff. That's already very drunk, right? He says Nishtaker, when you're really drunk, Nasikakif, you become like a this is a you become like a monkey. you get up on a table, you start to dance. Umasachik and you start to make jokes. and you begin to curse. It's so true. People who 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 get drunk, they start to curse. So the Satan put this in the first vine. Penny Damasa, you don't know what you're doing. This all happened to Surely, if it happened to a tzaddik like Noah, surely to a regular person he's going to get drunk and act like a fool. What happened? He ended up, because of this, cursing his son. Canaan, the Chom. It's very hard, it's very hard. Okay, so what's the, what's the, what's my lesson? So this, this is really my shear, and it has a lot to do with, um, with, um, with Shimshim Pinkus shear. He gives a very fascinating share, and this is really where I'm going with this whole thing. So, Shimshin talks about what does a person do who's going through tsaras. He said, you know, you could tell you could tell big tzaddikim when something really bad happens, and stuff like that. He says, but a normal person who's in pain, who's going through trauma. He's not going to say thank you, Hashem, for, for doing this. He says, well, what, what, do you, what would you advise a normal person to do when he's going through pain? So if you look at Noah, this is what I spoke to my girls about today. He was in a lot of pain. He came out of the Teva. The whole world was destroyed. I don't think any of us can understand that. There wasn't one human being. He lived in a city with thousands of people. There was farms and houses, nothing, zero. 
he saw them all float by his window. The whole world died on his watch. He came out of the Teva. He was in a lot of pain. He was a tzaddik. But what happened is he became an Ishandama. He was just worried about getting out of his pain, so he became a drunk. Instead of, when he came out of the Teva, saying, the world is destroyed, I need to rebuild the world. Let's build bridges, let's build roads, because we're going to have children, and we're going to have grandchildren, and let's build houses and farms, and right? No. It was about him. I'm in pain, I'm in trauma, I need to wash that trauma away, I need to get that pain away. So he became an Ish Adama. He, he, he didn't become a spiritual person from his pain, he became an Ish Adama. And the way he said it so perfectly, Rabbi Rabbi Rav Shimshapinka said, he said, people when they're in pain, and I, I I know what he's talking about. When you're going through a hard time, and you had a hard day, they go to the fridge, and they become an ishadama. They start binging potato chips and chocolate and soda and pizza. Right? You had a hard day. You sit there. It's one of my biggest problems at night after a whole day of everything. And you sit there, you can't go right to bed. You sit there and your potato chips and your coke and your ice and your watermelon and your fruit and you you can't as much as you eat, you can't you can't you, you don't stop, which is the worst time to eat to eat. So you take your spiritual maladies, your pain, and you become an ishadoma. You make them physical you you try to fix it by planting a vineyard, by eating, by watching a movie. I had a kid in my house two nights ago. He watches eight to ten hours a day. So I said, he doesn't he doesn't know yeshiva, he watches eight, ten hours of movies a day. And I said to his parents, that's that's the what. But what's the why? You fix the what, right? You don't fix the why, so he'll be doing something else eight hours a day. They're reading. Why is a kid watching movies eight hours a day? And the answer is that he doesn't want to be in this world. He wants to escape. And watching a movie is an escape. That's the why. Fix the why. Why do you want, what are you escaping from? Why, aren't, why don't you have friends? Why don't you play ball? Why don't you play music? Why, why do you sit eight hours, ten hours a day and watch movies? Because what's happening is that whatever your pain is and whatever your trauma is, instead of fixing it spiritually, you're fixing it physically. But you can't fix that kind of pain with eating potato chips and popcorn and drinking soda or smoking up or smoking a cigarette, or watching a movie, or blaring music in your ear and dancing all over the place. Because the minute the music stops, you realize that you didn't fix it because it's right back. The minute the drug wears off, you're actually more depressed. So he said something amazing today. I was listening to a share that I never heard from him before. He said, you can't ask a person in our generation to be happy when he's going through terrorism. That's 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 it's Rabbi Akiva, that's a, that's a tzaddik. He says, but what you could ask them is that while they're going through the pain, to try to fix it spiritually. In other words, he said, I can't tell you to be happy. You can be very sad, you can be crying, but you'll be crying over at Tehillim. So even though you went through a hard time, you know what, I finished Tehillim today. He said his riot to that is, beautiful raya, he said his riot to that is Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur is a day that has five inuyim, five things that cause you pain. You can't eat, and you can't drink, and you can't be with your wife, and you can't wear shoes, right, and you can't wash. He says, 
Did anyone ever say, oh my God, you'll keep us still in pain, let's go watch a movie? Let's go to the fridge and, and eat? What do you do with your pain on Yom Kippur? You, you know, you have five inuyim. What do you do with your pain? You, you daven more. You daven the ila. You look forward to the ila. You, 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 you say achet, right? So, so at the end of Yom Kippur, very deep what he said. The end of Yom Kippur, here, listen to what he said. You feel bad, you feel good. What do you mean you feel good? You're five inuyim. You didn't eat for 26 hours. You didn't drink for 26 hours. You didn't listen to music for 26 hours. You didn't, you didn't eat for 26 hours. What do you mean you feel good? He says, because the five inuyim, the pain, how did, you, how did you deal with it? Spiritually. So when you deal with it spiritually, at the end of it, you feel good. When you deal with it physically, right, when you finish binging, and your sugar's at 420, right, and you can't sleep, and you go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, and you got cramps, right, you don't feel good about it, you're binging, it didn't help your pain, you feel terrible physically, right? You wasted eight hours on a movie. So he said, you can't tell someone when they're going through a hard time to, to be happy about it. We're not on that level. But you can tell them to do something during that time to make themselves feel good spiritually. It's very deep. It's very true. And that's not what Noach did. And he says something about Avram Avinu. He says that there's a measure somewhere that Avram Avinu was crying. Uh, the, the Medrash he quoted that Avram Avinu was crying in that Kedah, which makes no sense because it says just the opposite. He, he wanted to shech them when Hashem said, Hashem said, um, uh, what's it called? Don't do it. And he said, no, I want to do it, right? He had to hold his hand. He had to knock the knife out of his hand. So what do you mean he was crying? He said something neuridic. He said that Avram Avinu realized that if it doesn't bother him to shech his son, then he's a malach. If he's a malach, he doesn't get any credit for what he's doing. If he's a human that's willing to sacrifice his son for Hashem, wow, if you're a malach, it's not even a sacrifice. You know, you're that close to Hashem. So he specifically cried. He specifically cried. Because he knew that if he doesn't cry, he's going to be judged as a malach. I'm not a malach, I want to, I'm a human being. So Rabbi Shemesh said, we're not malachim. You can't tell someone who's going through trauma, like, it's okay, it's wants. be happy, go dancing, someone died in your family, go dance on a table, thanks, and say, and smile, you can't, you can't, we're not, we're not, we're not there. We're not there. He says, but, what a person should do when they're in pain, is do something that's going to fix the pain, because then you'll feel better after. Lamai, so you have a toothache. Right? You have a toothache. You go to the dentist, you take a shot, you have a root canal. He does all that work, right? So even though it hurts, but you went ahead and you fixed something. So yeah, you have to take, you have to take some painkillers, but 24 hours later, right? You're like, thank God I went. Thank God I went. But if you're going to sit there and keep taking, taking shots and not fix the tooth, so that's, that's, that's what most people do. It's like, I, 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 what do you do when you're in pain? I watch movies, I, I, I listen to music, I do Averis, whatever it is, right? That's what I do when I'm in pain. So, so you, you didn't fix, you didn't fix the pain. So you're, you're just going to the dentist and saying, give me a shot so it doesn't hurt. And you come back three hours later when it wears off, give me another shot. And, 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 and your tooth gets even worse and you get infected and you get sick and comfortable, it can kill you. So he says, I can't tell people to be happy. But you tell people to say to heal them or, or do something that when you're, when you're finished doing it, you say, listen, I, was, I had a very bad day yesterday. A very hard day. So you know what I did? I finished Tillam. You know what I did? I, 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 I finished uh, Seder Mayad. 
His raya is Yom Kippur, and it's a very good raya. A, you have all these pains, and you come out of Yom Kippur in a happy, great mood, and you're all excited, and, and, and you're like, I can't wait till next Yom Kippur. Some people. I, 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 I hit a level that was like, like, that was like amazing. So he spoke, huh? Why you go to the car? So, so he spoke about, he spoke about something very fascinating, which, which is the second half of this year, and he spoke about Krishna And he said something amazing. Why are people tired at night? How can you tired at night? And in the morning you're, you're ready to go? So you tell me you sleep, right? So let me tell you something. He quoted, when Esav came, fascinating, when Esav came to his brother and said, I am very tired, give me beans, right? Yeah, listen to this. Fantastic. I, didn't, I, didn't, I don't remember the Rashi. I don't remember the Rashi. Harshas. Harshas. Toldov. And Pashas told us. Okay, ready? Vayome Esav el Yaakov. Halitani nom in ha'adam ha'adam hazeh. Give me from your red beans. Ki oyayif anaychi. Was in the middle of the day. What was he tired about? Ki oyayif anaychi. I am tired, right? So what was he tired about in the middle of the day? Zok Rashi. Pasik Lamed. Says Rashi on the word Oyef. Who Oyef? Says Rashi, be with for murdering people. And that he had done five major Averis that day. So he says, Oyef doesn't come from not lack of sleep. The word Oyef used in the Torah, Rashi translates as Averis. You're tired from Averis. So if Shem Shepinka said that a person a whole day, when you're a whole day, you're an Ishadama. A whole day you do physical things. You're an Ishadama. You look at things you're not supposed to. You say things you're not supposed to. You say Hashem's name. You don't think about it. You make a bracha. You don't make a bracha. You forget the bench. You do bench. So, so a whole day a person is an Ishadama. And your Neshama gets tired from being schlepped around in the physical realm. So your mom is tired. Neshama is, is your gas pedal. Your mom is tired from a whole day being an Ishadama. He says, well, at night, your Neshama gets taken to Shemayim and it, and it, and it becomes an Ish Shemayim. It becomes not a physical thing, it becomes a spiritual thing. So it rests. When it's running around the world and lushing horror and looking at things and moving, whatever it is, it's, it's, it's running, it's running, it's running, it's running. But at night, Hashem takes it to the Kisar Kavoid and it's in a world of spirituality and that's when it recharges. That's when it recharges. So when you wake up in the morning, the Neshama hasn't been in the world, right? It's not here. It's not, it's not the Ishadama. It's not building Kerems and whatever it is. And therefore, when you wake up in the morning, you feel normally, you feel refreshed. But he says, it has a lot to do with Kriyashra Lamita. He says, because whatever... When you go to sleep, whatever's on your mind sits there for six, seven hours the whole night. So if you go to sleep and you're uptight about your business and stuff, when you wake up in the morning, even though you may not realize it, you're going to be very uptight. So he says, you must say Kriyashvalamita before you go to sleep. 
says, because the person says, Krishna will meet them before he goes to sleep. When he comes up to Shemayim, he's in a spiritual state. When he's in a spiritual state, his neshama can rest. But if you're, if you're watching on your thing, the news, right before you go to sleep, so your neshama is not in a spiritual it leaves, it's not in a spiritual state, so it doesn't get the rest. So you wake up the morning, the next morning, and it's not rested. If you, if you, the last thing you do is, is you read a magazine or a newspaper, or you're, you're thinking about your business, or you're, watching, you're reading your iPhone, or whatever it is, then your neshama doesn't get that rest. If your neshama doesn't get that rest, you get anxiety. That's what he says, amazing, because everyone has anxiety today. He says, you, children, people have anxiety because they don't go to sleep correctly. There's a huge spike in anxiety. Because everyone's watching their phone before they go to sleep, fights and, and, and WhatsApp and this and that and that. Then you, you fall asleep on that, so your neshama doesn't rest. If your neshama doesn't rest, that's anxiety. Anxiety is a spiritual thing. It's not a physical thing. So that's why they have anxiety. So he, this is Rabbi Shemshapik is 15 years ago. So he says it's very, very important to say Kriyashmalamita. And one of the most important things about saying Kriyashmalamita, he says something fascinating, is if you say the real Kriyashmal, the whole Kriyashmalamita, the first thing you say is, Hashem, I forgive and I'm Michael anyone who hurt me, who got me angry, who sinned against me. Ben Begufi, Ben Bamoni, whether physically or through my money. Ben Mechvaidi, or they dishonored me. Ben Kolashe, any of It's been brought to me. It's a Gansemai, even in the different Gilgal, this Gilgal, different Gilgal. I'm Michael everyone. He says, why? He says, why should you do that before you go to sleep? So he says, that if you go to sleep angry at someone, then your neshama, the next seven, eight hours while you're sleeping, that's all it is, is in Shemayim, screaming about that they're angry at someone. And he said, if you get into an argument with somebody, and you're wrong, it's okay. Because when your neshama comes up to complain, in Shemayim they're like, well, he's wrong. So Hashem doesn't punish the other person. But if someone hurts you, and you're right, then when your neshama comes up and that's all it's busy with, Hashem's going to hurt the other person that hurt you because they were wrong. Now, he says, so how are you going to work on yourself to be Michael? Someone really hurt you today. He didn't pay you. He didn't do what he was supposed to. He lied. And he really hurt you. How could you be Michael? A woman in his class asked him, Rabbi, it's very nice what you're saying, but if someone hurts you, you, you don't mean what you're saying over here. So he said something fascinating. He said it over, I think, from the Chassam Seifer. He said, that if a person, if a person comes, if someone owes you $5, and he comes to you and says, I want to pay you back the $5, and you say, I'm Michael, I'm not interested, I don't want it. Okay? You're Michael on the $5. Now, a night later, the guy has $5 on his desk, and you're like, you know what, he owes me $5, I'm taking it. Are you a Ghanif? Yeah. You're a Ghanif. You were Michael him the $5. You can't go after him again and say, you owe me the $5. If someone hurt you, this is unbelievable. If someone hurt you, and before you go to sleep, you say, I'm Michael you, then if you're, after you say you're Michael him, if you're angry at him, you're over in the Torah. You're not allowed to hate someone in your heart. So once you say you're Michael him, it's an Avera, to still be angry at him. So the Chassam Sefer, that's, that's how I get rid of, I think it was the Chassam Sefer, whatever, that's how I get rid of being angry at anyone. Once I say I'm Michael, because the lady was saying, if you say you're Michael, you don't mean it, right? So once I say I'm Michael, I'm not allowed to be angry at him anymore because it's like the money. I can't, I can't, I can't say, I take it back, I'm still angry at you. Once you say it, 
If you're angry at him, you're a goddess. That's what he says. He says, that's why this fila is a very important fila. Because you're not going to hurt someone else. So Rav Shimshim Pinkus said a story about himself. And he said that he had a Rebbe. And the Rebbe was a Gadol Hadar. He doesn't say who it is. A big Gadol Hadar. And they went somewhere. And they made him wait 45 minutes for them. The driver, whatever it is. And he made this rabbi, this Gadol Hadar, wait 45 minutes. And the Rebbe said to Rav Shimshim, I just want you to know, I'm very mocked what you did to me tonight. You let me stand outside and wait for 45 minutes, and I'm really, really, really angry at you. So Rav Shimshin said to him, if you're really, really angry at me, then I'm very worried about you. He says, why are you worried about me? Because you're really, really angry at me, and you're going to go to sleep like that. And it's funny what he said. He said, then maybe I'm going to die in an accident. So he said, he said I have a tape. And maybe I'm going to die in an accident. And then Rebbe... It's going to be your fault that I died in an accident. How are you ever going to forgive yourself? So I'm not worried about me, he says. I'm not worried about dying in the accident. I'm worried about how you're going to feel that because of you. So you have to be much me for yourself. Jesus, I have that on tape. No, I'm saying he was Michael. He said, Michael. He, said, he called him and said, oh, I'm not angry at you. He didn't want to be responsible for something like that, whatever. I'm just saying. So that's what he's saying over this. So the first thing you say at night in your, in your, in your Kriyashma is, I'm not going to let anybody hurt me. Whoever hurt me, I'm a First of all, me the connect me that when your shama comes up to Shemayim, right? So Hashem's going to say, one second, you did all these averes. Your shama going to say, yeah, but I was much like when that hurt me, so you have to be much that I hurt you. So me the connect me that helps you very much. But also, you don't want you don't want people to get hurt and sick and get cancer and lose children and lose their money because of you. You don't want that. And if you're in a shama, if you go to sleep at night with hard feelings, my my father-in-law, Allah Shalom, used to always say he would never go to go to sleep in a fight with my, my mother-in-law. But they had a rule in Europe, you don't go to sleep angry at your wife. So I, somebody heard this and said to me, I have the opposite rule. Because my wife says that if I say I'm sorry right away the same night, she says, you're not taking me seriously. I'm like, nah, that's, that's, that doesn't fly. You cannot go to sleep. And I think very much, and probably they have scientific thing, if you go to sleep anxious, you wake up anxious. So there's a very special thing about Kriyashma Alamita that if you say it, that your neshama goes in a very relaxed state, and Hashem takes your neshama, as it says, you say it here, um, it says here, My bed should be full. What does that mean? Your bed should be full. My bed should be quiet. It should be, it should be relaxed. And you say, Adon Olam. What do you say in Adon Olam? You say, Uvi of Kidruchi, I'm putting my soul in your hands. You say, Yeshiba Se Sekelion. The whole the whole tefillah is all Hamalachagol Osi is all about you going to sleep and Hashem rejuvenating, cleaning up your neshama and rejuvenating your neshama. Well, there's one other thing specifically that's for girls and men and for everyone. You should know before you go to sleep at night. Take out a Dvataira, go to sleep with, with reading a book with uh, about a about a tzaddik. Um, someone I heard once said that if you read stories to Pure Maisev of Tzadikim before you go to sleep that when you go up to Ganeiden they put you with that Tzadik every night and there's a minute by the big people to specifically not to learn Chomesh to read stories of Tzadikim before they go to sleep and those Tzadikim are with you in, in Shemaim we don't realize that you're out of this world you're not an Isha Dhamma at that point you're, you're out of this world you can, you're in a spiritual world and if you're coming into that world from a good place then, 
Then you wake up in the morning. You gave me back my neshama different than I gave it to you. You you cleaned it up. You washed it up. You kissed it up. You hugged it up. And, and you wake up in the morning and you're like, wow, I don't know, I feel like, uh, wow, I feel great. When you go to sleep, watching the news and watching Kavanaugh and her and, and, and this Trump and the Senate and this and that, and you're like, oh, like I'm for, I'm against, I'm angry, I'm this, I'm that, the world's not fair, and I'm looking at my money and I'm looking at my bank accounts before I go to sleep. And that's, for six hours, that's what's going on. And how could you get up normal? So the next day, you're anxious, you're anxiety, you're depressed, you don't know why. Why am I depressed? Why am I anxious? Because your soul didn't get cleaned up, your soul didn't get to rest. The whole day it's working, that's why you're tired at night. It's in this physical world, and now it, it needs to go to sleep in a spiritual world, not in a physical world. And that's why it says it's like death, it's one sixtieth of death going to sleep. But there's a different Indian for us. And the other Indian for us, I'm not going to get into it, it's not Shave of Him. I just want to read you from a safer two seconds, and then we'll end. So, so, specifically for boys, this is Kriyashmalamita from the Zayar. So I'm not asking you to say this because this would take you a very long time to say, but I, well, I gave it to you. Yeah, I gave you copies of it. That's Shevimim. But he says, and he says, Say Kriyashma and put your soul, your spirit in the hands of God. That, that by saying Kriyashma, it kills the mazikim that you create. That's what he says. Big time, thousands of them. We say it. You guys don't know what this means. We say it in Yoshev Besesa Elyon. Okay? And the Kabbalistic Zayar says, when you say in Yoshev, you say Yoshev Besesa Motsi Shabbos, right? But you also say it in Kriyash Melamita. So it says in here, Yipo Mitzitcha Elef, from your side a thousand should fall, Uravava Mibinecha. And tens of thousands on your right will not be able to approach you. Who, who, who are these people? What are these people? What are these things? Right? So it's brought down the Zayar that these are the mazikim that we create by Zerolavatala. And that when you say Kriyashma, they fall by the thousands. You kill them by the thousands. And that's why when it's so hard to say Kriyashma because when you start to say it, you fall asleep because the Satan doesn't want you to kill all his children. But Kriyashmalamita is the cherev. It's called the cherev. It's the knife. It's the knife that destroys the makatrigim and the mazikim that we create. Could you give me a sitter for a second? Give me a sitter for a second. So it says, Hine mitasei shel Shlomo Hamelach, Shishim gibayrim saviv loy, saviv lo mi gibayra Yisrael. There are sixty. This is good enough. Sixty. There are sixty um, soldiers, strong soldiers, that are around Shlomo Hamelach when he goes to sleep. 
Kulam Achuze Cherev, they're all have swords. Melumde Machama, they're all soldiers that know war. Ishkar Bayal Yerecho, it's their 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 sword is on their in their their hip. Mipachad Balelos. Why did Shlomo Melech need sixty soldiers around him? Who are these sixty soldiers? So we know that he messed with Ashmedai, and Ashmedai was a, was a, was a was a, a, sh- a shindalid, and he was always scared that at night the shindalids would attack him. So I want to tell you, for everyone who's listening, to protect yourself at night, to protect yourself at night, that you shouldn't have any bad dreams. And that you shouldn't have any of these things attacking you. You have to have 60 soldiers around you. But we don't have soldiers. So what are our soldiers? Yivarecha Hashem v'yishmarecha. So, 2, 4, 5, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. 33133 and that's really what he used to say. He didn't really have 60 soldiers. Take the word Yivarechacha. Yivarecha has how many letters? Five. Yud Beis Reish Chav Chav. Five. Hashem Yud Kevavke is four, is nine. Miyishmarecha has two, four, six, is fifteen. Yivarecha Hashem Yishmarecha equals fifteen letters. Yoer has three. Hashem has four, seven. Panav has four, is eleven. Elecha has four, is fifteen. Bichuneka has five, is twenty. So how, how many do we have so far? Thirty-five. Thirty-five. Yisa is three. Hashem is four, is seven. Panav is four, is eleven. No, it doesn't make sense. I did something wrong. No, I'm right. One second. I did, we had thirty-five? Yeah. We had fifteen and twenty. It's 35, so we need another 25 to make 60. Okay, so Yisra is 3, Hashem is 4, 7, Panov is 4, is 11, Elecha is 4, is 15, V'yosem is 4, is 19, Lecha is 20, is 2, is 21, and Shalom is 4, is 25. So there are 60 letters in Bechaz Kahanam. There are 60 letters in Bechaz Kahanam. So if you say Bechaz Kahanam, the before you go to sleep, those are the sixty gibayim. These sixty letters are the sixty gibayim that surround your bed, and you cannot be hurt. Now, if you want to go deeper into Kabbalah, okay, the the Yerecha Hashem Yishmerecha is three words. Yerecha Hashem Panav is five and three is eight. Yisra Hashem Panav Alecha Vesham Chasholim is seven is fifteen. There are fifteen words. In Bechaz Kahanim. If you say north, you say all 15, side, all four sides, you say four times Bechaz Kahanim, then you have 60 words, that's 60 letters. That's also a very big protection. I say it every single night before I go to sleep. 
and I can say, Baruch Hashem, I've been sleeping very well. It's, it's the Shishim Gemayrim. So it's very important for your next day that when you go to sleep, you go to sleep either reading a story about a, a tzaddik or you want to do it by, by learning, would be even better, but, but something that you want to take the Shemayim with you because as long as you're sleeping six hours or eight hours, the last thing you do is what's with you up there. So the first thing you need to do is be Michael, everyone. So you don't want to hurt anybody. That's for sure. You don't want to hurt anybody. So you have to let it go. You have to let it go. And also, what you're showing Hashem is that the first thing that's important to you is, is how you treat other people. And, and what I spoke about today with my girls was that Noah thought that outside things, because he said it to the Satan, he said, what is wine? Wine makes you happy. Wine doesn't make you happy. Wine doesn't make, wine's an anesthesia. It doesn't make you happy because the minute you get drunk, you're not happy. When you, when you, when you get sober, you have a headache. Wine doesn't make you happy. The minute you talk to the Satan, oh, wine makes you happy. The Satan says, all right, now, I, now I'm in. Happiness comes from internally, not from externally. And that was his mistake. And that's why the first Rashi says that you were busy with yourself. And you didn't even dive in for the dar. You didn't do it Avram. That's why he uses Avram Avinu. Because the Dar Hamidba was big tzaddikim, and right, he used Avram Avinu because Avram Avinu's stupid little Sodom wasn't the whole world, it was one city, and he's staying there fighting with Hashem. 10, 15, 20, blah, blah, blah. You, uh, hello? Okay, you built the table, but that was his time. A tzaddik has to be like the Estrake. To be a tzaddik, if you're not hanging around with the Russia, and that's why, by the way, on Pesach, right, we say the Chacham, and who we say next? The Rasha. No, it should be the Chacham, the Tam. Who's number two? The Tam. Who's number three? So who's the worst? Russia. What are you putting the Russia next to the Chacham for? And the Territ says that if the Ru- we say if the Russia is next to the Chacham by the Seder, next year he'll be the Chacham. But you could put him next to the Shani Day Elisha, what's it going to be next year? Probably. It's going to ruin the right, exactly. So to be a tzaddik, to be a chacham means that you care about other people. And not that you're looking, that you're in trauma and you're in pain and you're looking for like, how do I feel better? And that was his avera. That's why he became, a, that's an ishadama. I don't want to say no, he was still a big tzaddik, don't get me wrong. Look at, look at, I told the girls today, look at, look at the reaction of someone who cares about himself. In the end, his, his child, he cursed his own child. He cursed his own child. Because of getting drunk, and because of what Chum did, he deserved to be cursed, right? But in the end, what happened from getting drunk and from drinking wine and from thinking that, 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 that outside things can make me happy and, and of, of, of because I went through trauma, I have to drink right now instead of building bridges and building the, and building the world. In the end, you're going to curse your own child that he's going to build the bridges because he's going to be the Eved. So in the end, you didn't do it. Now your child's going to do it. He's going to be an event. So that's why it's very important that, yes, when we go through our stuff, we, we have to get better, but not through things like that. And, 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 and we have to figure out, in our pain, what can we do that, that once my pain's over, I'm going to feel good about what I ate, not what I did. Not that I binged in my refrigerator or watched eight hours of movies, which I'm going to feel guilty about, but I'm going to, I'm going to say to Hillem, I'm, you know what? I'm in a lot of pain today. I'm going to go visit someone who's sick. 
and maybe it's going to make me feel better and realize that people have much worse than I have. Then, when you're finished and you're coming out of your trauma, whatever you're coming out of, you accomplish something. You did something. That's the machlokes in that Rashi. One says, listen, even though he didn't save the generation, the Misa, he didn't serve a Vaisar, he didn't do all of the Vaisars, you should appreciate that. The other ones, no, he didn't save the generation, he's nothing. That's what Rashi says. He's nothing. But the mice at the end, we do say in our tefillah in the morning that Noah ish tzaddik Give me that sitter. At the end of Davin, I don't know if you guys say this, but at the end of Davin, there's a tefillah, achar tefillah. There's a tefillah, achar tefillah, and we say it. I say it every morning. It's an important tefillah. When you finish davening, don't run out. God good you God who you good okay, but he doubled the whole drach of maskil, for Hashem Imah Vinayach Matzachem Bene Hashem. He was Matzachem. He was surrounded by the worst of the worst and he he did he and he did it. But he didn't save the generation. At the end of the day, a tzaddik is someone who saves the generation. We should all mitzah Hashem Bekaray Bekarai Bekara Bekara Bekarai. We need Mashiach so, so much that in Mitzvah Hashem, this should be the year. What is the year? Tough Shin Ayin Tes. What does that stand for? Tia Shnas Ace Tov. Should be a year of good times. Good times meaning spiritual times. Good spiritual times. Thank you for listening. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.